Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to a seemingly endless problem with your host, Tusa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, a certified health coach, and I help moms get control of their cravings without deprivation or complicated maintenance. And I invite you to join my Lose Your Cravings community, where we dive deeper into emotional eating, overeating, and how to reduce and even eliminate them. So just head on over to Facebook and search Lose Your Cravings and join my group. It's that simple. I'll see you there. So in the last episode, I shared with you the two reasons you can't quit your cravings. So if you haven't listened to episode 11, then I suggest going back and listening to that episode first, because it's going to make this episode make much more sense. But to recap, the two reasons you can't get rid of your cravings is because of overhunger and overdesire. When we struggle with either overhunger or overdesire or both, uh, then we fuel our cravings. And it wasn't until I had my daughter and she was watching me shoving almond butter from the jar into my mouth that I realized that if I don't do something about this soon, she will develop the same lifelong habits. Little eyes are watching and, you know, what you do sticks far better than what you say. There's no way I could let this happen, right? So how do you prevent overhunger and overdesire? which can seem relentless, right? From showing up so you can get rid of your cravings and develop a healthy relationship with food. So first let's take a look at overhunger. To solve for overhunger, basically eat whole foods that balance your hunger hormones, such as nutrient dense foods, foods that stabilize blood sugar, foods that nourish your body, and foods that feel good in your body. And they may look different for everyone. There is no one way of eating that is the best or the right way. Everyone reacts differently to different food. We all have our own level of movement and exercise. And there are many factors that go into what foods are best for you. But I want to give you something to take away. So I want to share a basic guideline for helping to balance your hunger hormones. And uh, I have four things here for you. And one is vegetables as a priority. The second is to include healthy fats. Third is to um, eat moderate amounts of protein. And that could be like one to two palm-sized pieces per meal. Um, And four is incorporating healthy carbs. So think oatmeal, sweet potato, quinoa, or whole fruit. These four things are going to help you balance your hunger hormones. And if you are struggling with overhunger, then choose one of these things to add into your meals. You don't have to do all of it, but just choose one. So is it going to be veggies, healthy fats, protein? Are you going to focus on healthy carbs? So next, let's take a look at over-desire. When you work on your over-desire, you want to create that normal dopamine response, the one that is there to keep us alive and remind us what foods taste good and to come back to it. When you eat normal amounts of sugar, you create a normal dopamine hit, and this creates normal desire for sugar. Like This is what we want. 
if you struggle with sugar cravings, then this is what you want to work on. So how do you do this? <laughs> Great question. So let me ask you, have you ever stopped to see what you are thinking around the foods you crave so much? So my thoughts around food were causing crazy cravings for me. Your thoughts create your feelings and your thoughts around wanting certain food or not getting to have certain food creates a feeling of desire, right? These thoughts of like, I can't have that. That's not good for me, right? If you can't have it, if you're thinking I can't have it, you're going to create a feeling of desire. And when we desire something, we take action to get it. And when it is easily accessible, we get a lot of it, right? Ice cream is easily accessible these days. I can just go to the store. In fact, I can order it online and it can be dropped off at my doorstep. So easy. So I'm going to share an exercise that I use with my clients to help reduce cravings. And I use this myself. So number one is to write down all of your thoughts about food and write them all down. Take your time to do this. When you see your favorite food, what do you think? The thought of going on a diet, what do you think about that? The more you write, the more clear you will get in your thoughts in relationship to food and why you are craving food. And you can see how these thoughts create desire. And that desire is going to create an action of getting that food, right? <laughs> so the second step is what thoughts could you think instead that would reduce your desire and your cravings for food? So once again, write down thoughts that will help you create a feeling of peace, indifference, or control around food. Make sure they are believable. They need to be believable or your brain's going to reject them. Once you have written these down, think these thoughts daily. And this will help you develop new automatic thoughts around food that you crave and eventually reducing your cravings for those foods. So the next thing you can do to help you solve your over-desire is to allow your feelings. So what do you usually do when a craving comes calling? You probably resist it, avoid it, or you give in to it, right? I know that I would resist and avoid my cravings for years and years. And this was annoying and difficult and painful at times, right? And these strategies may work for a while, but eventually your cravings come back stronger and stronger until you give in. So I want to offer a different option that completely changed how I deal with my cravings, and that is to allow your cravings. This means feeling the desire for the craving in your body without eating the food, right? <laughs> when you allow the desire of the craving to pass through your body, it will disappear and you will decondition your body from reacting to the craving, from re reaching for that food. That's your reaction, right? You reach for the food and eat it. When we allow our feelings to be present and pass, we process them, acknowledge them, and don't resist or try to avoid them. When we process them by acknowledge, 
acknowledging them, they reduce in strength and your cravings become weaker and weaker. You decondition your body to turn to food when you are feeling an uncomfortable emotion. I have more info on allowing your emotions in episode seven, so be sure to take a listen to that episode to help you allow your cravings if that's something you want to work on. So my friend, I want to hear from you. What are you going to work on to help you solve your over hunger and or over desire? Are you going to add in more vegetables to your meals, eat whole carbs? Are you going to get curious about your thoughts around food or work on allowing cravings to be present without acting on them? So go ahead and message me on Facebook or comment in my Lose Your Cravings Facebook community. I want to hear from you. I want to know what action steps you are taking. And if you want to dive deeper into this topic and see how you can lose your cravings once and for all and really be at peace around your favorite foods, then I invite you to book a call with me where we will take a deeper dive into what you're struggling with and just how I can support you. So just send an email to kisa.amaro at gmail.com. That's K-E-Y-S-A dot A-M-A-R-O at gmail.com or contact me on social media to book your complimentary call. It's that easy, my friends. Um, and let's see, join me for my next episode where we will talk about our fear of change. Okay, my 